Blog Talk Radio. Here at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guest hosts or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Radio, and I'm trying a new radio show tonight. It's actually my old Psychic Network Club, but I've joined with a lady that I really like, mm-hmm. and I hope she's here, but I didn't get to do a sound check, so forgive me. Huh? Suzanne Wyman, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. How are you, Teresa? Oh. How are you today? Good, 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 good. Okay. I can't hear you very well. I'm going to have to put my oh, headset no. on. Oh, but go ahead and introduce yourself. I'm trying. Uh, okay. I'm trying to go direct with you tonight on one of my channels to get you set up. So you may, uh, unless uh, somebody comes and helps us. <laughs> uh, it's a new energy tonight. It's April 30th, 2020, and I'm going to try to do my best to set Suzanne up as a co-host for tonight Aww. with our Psychic Network Club we're building, and hopefully she will chairperson the directory for our psychic network dot us and I haven't really had a chance to talk to her yet about it on the phone. <laughs> so uh, I've it. been busy all day. Oh, oh. it's amazing. I'm sitting here hoping to eat a dinner that was just brought to me hot, but it may be get cold. Now uh some other people may come on, Suzanne, but go ahead and give people an idea of who you are and uh what you do and Let's get okay. to know you better tonight. It's our first night. Right now, oh. we don't have anybody signed on yet. They usually come in the last hour. So go ahead and cool. introduce yourself, please. Cool. Great. Um, first of all, Teresa, thank you very much for bringing me on and doing all the heavy lifting and the hard work in order to make this possible. You make it easy for me to just show up and call in, and thank you, thank you, thank you. You're fabulous. So, um I've been working as a psychic uh, since 1982. My grandmother sort of taught me some of the more basic pieces of being with psychics, becoming familiar with the experience of being around psychics. Uh, She was involved with the spiritualist church, and after the service, um, different psychics would come out into the audience and give readings. And I just grew up in a culture which was very accepting, very tolerant, and very involved with uh, what it really meant to be a psychic, to follow your hunches and to just have a feeling. And one of my earliest experiences was that I could tell by the sound of the phone who was calling, and I would pick up the phone and say, Hi, Carol, how are you doing? And it flipped out these um, people that were my mother's friends and other family members. Now, my grandmother and my great-grandmother, they were okay with it. When I picked up the phone and I knew it was them, they were okay with it. So... um it's an interesting sort of, you know, childlike skill that I developed pretty early in my life. And then I went to school for a lot of years. 
and trained and studied and educated. Uh, probably the person who got me started on the process was a man by the name of Milton Schwartz, and that was in Santa Monica, California, and that was part of the great spiritual renaissance. And I've just been working as a psychic and uh, training all the time. That's sort of an ongoing process. I am specific in my work. Um, my favorite thing to do is talk to people about relationships. I have a lot of love and a lot of energy for all parts of the relationship. And I enjoy doing dream interpretation. Dream interpretation plays a really important role in my life. And I teach a class in that. And I've been teaching a class with a group of women for, I think it's six years now. It's been quite a while. And I work for uh, one of the psychic telephone services. And I'm trying to think of what else I do. And then, and then of course, I, I have regular parties that I do. Okay, we've got, we got just some... a minute. The TV sure. just came on. <laughs> I'm like, what? I didn't turn the TV on. I'm going to mute. There's two people on here. I hope uh, Donna, is that you? There's a 502 and a 650. I turned them both on. I got to find my uh, TV channel thing. I have no clue what's going on, folks. I'm I'm synergistically involved with you. I'm real happy to be here. I'm so glad Suzanne showed up. We're trying a new channel tonight. So uh, 650 and 502, please take some time while I find out how to turn this TV off. <laughs> I'm seeing. All right, I'm going to mute. Great. Go ahead. Uh, you got two people here with you. Go ahead, Suzanne. Okay. All right, great. Donna, is it is it Donna? Um, I don't know who it is, but somebody is 502 area code. Hello. Hello. Hi, it's Suzanne. Who's this? It's Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Nice to meet you. Tell me what the weather's like in your area today. Oh, it's Cool and rainy. Okay. Hmm. Um, kind of an interesting story that you have. You value education and training and hard work and loyalty within a family structure. You're right now. You're struggling to put together a more sound structure underneath you, and you're dealing with a conflict with a family member. Yes. Several. How can I help you? Um. Well, I was wondering if there was any way you can. T- contact my boyfriend, he passed away, and if he has any messages. Okay. I'm so sorry. That sounds really difficult. When did he pass away? Huh? Do what? How long ago did your boyfriend pass away? Um, August of 2019. Oh, wow. Hasn't yeah. even been a year. No. Okay. And how old are you, Brenda? Um, 62. Okay. How old is your boyfriend? He was 59. Well, I have an interest. I don't, first of all, I don't do medium work. So I kind of have an interesting take on the situation. Um, It appears as if he passed away in a way that was really unexpected. And the only thing that I hear him saying is sadness. Just sadness. Okay, so yeah. uh-huh. he's still work. He's still working on um, moving through and moving forward in his spiritual progression. He does feel he does feel really bad that he's left you with a lot of sadness. 
So I, I assume that's what he's talking about when he talks about the sadness, is that it's your sadness that he has left you with. Yeah. And you're just heartbroken over this. Mm-hmm. We, um, well, the reason why we got together, um, I was, I lost my husband two years before I met him. Uh-huh. And I was, I was grieving him, and um, he was lonely, so we just hooked up and got together. Uh-huh. And, and what then, did he die uh, of? Cancer. We were get, we were together five years, and um, he came down with cancer and passed away. What kind of cancer? Um, first it was in the bladder, and then it went to the the spine and the hip and the bones. Hmm. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that. It's probably the most painful cancer to watch somebody die of. When the cancer sets up in the spine But um, You know what I want you to hold the thought That it's okay for him to go on As much as you love him And as much as you miss him And as much as you really wish he was here with you I really want you to tell him It's okay for him to go on And that you're going to be okay He'll keep an eye on you But he's going to you, You're going to do better And he's going to do better If you let him go on with his spiritual work I know what I'm asking of you isn't easy and it's difficult, but um, I think that once you sort of let go of the pain of him dying the way he did, you'll feel better and then you'll be more concentrated on your own life. So I don't know if that's possible for you at this point, but that's my suggestion for you. Uh-huh. Your love with him was a true love. You're very fortunate to have had such a true love. Um, and... And sometimes, you know, it's just very painful to do what you're doing. So it's not going to be easy. It's just difficult. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And you have a good day. You too. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Hi. Is there somebody else here on the phone with me? Okay. I think sometimes it's really hi. This is hi. Suzanne. Who's this? Who's this? This is Stephanie. Hey Stephanie, how are you? I'm good. How I'm nice. Good. What a treat. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, doing what I love to do, talking away and talking to people about <laughs> their what's going on. So what's going on in your life today, Stephanie? Um I am trying to get well no I'm I'm gardening. Uh-huh. I am working on uh different projects. And I'm really just um I'm really trying to maintain my center of peace at this point. <laughs> okay. I, I'm sorry. To, I, I, I'm I, sorry to laugh. How, how's that How's that going? Uh yeah, it's just fine. <laughs> no, it's, okay. I'm, uh, uh, you can't. You know, me. this is a really hard time, and it's the weirdest thing ever. And okay. so it's not everything is is going well, and I know it will be fine. But I'm having difficulty with my own, um, you know, with just dealing with all this. 
it's tough. Right. So I guess so if, I, we... if I had a question to ask you, I would say, um, how can I, how can I, um, I don't know, how can I cope better? I think one of the most important things for you to remember, Stephanie, is that this is temporary. It's very temporary. So, um, and then the other thing I'd like you to do is I'd like you to take and um, find some sort of a minister or a counselor and have an online session with them, just have a conversation with them. You could be part of a conversation group where you can share some of your inspiration and they can share their inspiration but I think the thing that is preventing you from really being okay is the fact that you're thinking you have to do it by yourself, you have to do it perfectly, and that you're supposed to learn something. There isn't anything to learn. It is temporary. And giving support and getting support are the things that are going to be the most helpful for you at this moment. Awesome. Actually, you're right. Okay. <laughs> You're right. Thank you. Stay and listen. Is there? There's one more person I can hear on the phone. Can you please tell me your name? Hello. I can hear one more person here on the phone with us. Can you please tell me your first name? Hello. Hi. This is uh, Suzanne. Who's this? Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Oh, my name is Sharon. How are you? Really good, Sharon. Tell me what the um, weather's like in your area today. Actually, it's chilly. It's about in the 40s. Mm. You still need to wear a jacket. Okay. You're you're a, a relationship person. You're a person who functions at a higher level, gets more done, feels better about yourself when you have the right person involved in your life. You really are right. somebody who who's learned through your own experience, your own trials, trials to triumph. You expect a lot of clarity from people. There's two thoughts that immediately come to my mind when I listen to you, and, and that is is that you take a great deal of comfort in the concept of hearing the truth and being in a situation of beauty. So truth and beauty are the um, dominant um, processes that you need to be involved in on a regular basis. You've called me for a specific question about a relationship you're involved in. Um, I'm not in a, a, a romantic relationship. <laughs> okay. So, do you want to get a Do you want to get a reading about a relationship or or not? Well, what, anything that you can pick up on that. No, no. You kind of have to own your own little own your own little process here. I have to. If you don't want to talk about a romantic relationship, I could be talking about a relationship with yourself, with your ultimate life goals, with your true purpose in this world. Well, um, I will say this. My father died in January. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And I know in my relationship with my sister, it was she was really nasty about it. And I was wondering if our relationship will ever be mended. Yes. Yes. She's very selfish. So it, she really is. It's a, it's, it's a, it is a question about a relationship. When I talk about relationships, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a romantic relationship, but... Um, I know. You're friends. Pre- you're, pre- yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> we're friends, but okay. my sister. That's, so, a, that's a big relate. Wondering. So I, I, I kind of want to tell you something. First of all, 
um, I've been I've been involved with a lot of families that have seen you know somebody important in the family die, and throughout all the times I've seen it, the person who acts angry, bitter, selfish, self-centered, and everything else that's very very normal. In fact, I'm so suspicious of the individual who acts very nice and and everything else. I think uh oh, but your sister. Your sister is not somebody who has ever really grown up. And there isn't anything we can do about that. And you can take and have a relationship with her only if you can accept the fact that you're always the grown-up and she always gets to be the kid. Now, I personally would find that tiresome after many decades, but you seem to be a more patient sort of soul. So, um, yes. You can go about mending your friendship with your sister, but remember, she's always the child. She's always the victim. How about a victim? And she, and she always That's has a story one. about how she didn't get what she deserved in life is yeah. fair. So she is your sister, and you seem to be pretty invested in her. Okay? So, um, That's a good point. Yeah. You know, your dad was a very remarkable human being. Um, great great ability to endure and great ability to be objective. Um, I know. And You're right. Even even if he had difficulties, he did not necessarily discuss them. He pondered them in privacy. You're right. <laughs> and then he came forward with his answer. So remember that you're more like your father and your sister's more like your mother. Okay. But you do feel us making amends. Well, I do, but only if I you... I love her nieces. It, My nieces and her daughters. Well, well yeah. it's worth it. It's really worth it then. Um, so, you know, you want to take and go to her and tell her what she said and did. She was there. She remembers what she said and did. She knows she's wrong. Just uh, she's going to bring it up, and she's going to want to bring it up and say, well, I said that because you did the following and you kind of got to give her a choice. You got to set a good line with her, a healthy boundary with her, and tell her, you know, if you want to talk this out in detail, I'd love to do that. But we're going to have to do it with somebody else present—a therapist, a minister, um, a, a qualified mental health professional. Because I don't think that when we talk about these things, that we do very well. And I tell you what, she's going to do. She's going to button her lip and say, "You just say it's the past, and let it go." Yeah, because you're right. <laughs> She yeah. was heartbroken. She was just heartbroken, and she really behaved badly, and she knows it. Does so, she, that's what I wondered. I, sometimes I wonder if she really does know what she, she does. You know what I mean? Okay. She does. She absolutely does. So remember that. Don't have to review it with her. And when she starts to get into that thing of, like, life is bad and everything else, you're just going to have to be real gentle with her and tell her, you know what, I think that's something that you need to figure out, and I don't see how I can help you until you can actually tell me what the problem is. Um, so she likes to talk about herself, and she's very dramatic. And I don't know why you haven't encouraged her to go into the theater arts um, and be involved in those sort of um, little, you know, daily dramas that that actors and actresses um, do, and they call it work. So you know, you might be surprised. She might do better if she had a better hobby. And something to do with her life other than to pay. Are you there? Oh, I'm there. I just got muted momentarily. Sorry about that. But you are you know, so worried about what you're saying. She needs to do to have something else in her life. I really do meet, believe that. Okay. A hobby or something. 
Yeah, something, okay? She does have a tendency to get too involved in her daughter's lives, and so we kind of have to balance her a little bit. Um, did your did your sister, who we're talking about, did she have some sort of a, a nervous breakdown as a teenager and um, have some emotional problems? Yeah, when she was little, little. She sure did. Not a breakdown, but she did. She did have emotional problems. And you're right, she does get too much involved in her daughter's life, and it annoys her older, the older one. So you're right. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I think that's as far as I can go in this format. I don't think I can really get into some details. Okay. I know. But, uh, Sharon, thank you very much thank for you. calling. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. I needed that tonight. Listen, you have a wonderful evening. Thank you for answering my question, okay? Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for the for the acknowledgement. Very kind. Have a nice evening, okay? Okay, you too. Thank you. Uh-huh. Am I not coming through? I guess not. Hi, who's this? Let me, you've got uh, 949. Tommy's here to support you if you want to say hi to Tommy. Can you hear me? Hey, Tommy! Say hi. Yeah, and there's there's about five people waiting. But Tommy, can you unmute? Hey. Hey, Tommy, are you there? Hey. Uh, hey, I guess he's on mute right now. Well, there's a two one six. I'm here. I'm here. You there? Just... Oh, there's Tommy. Okay, well you're on, Tommy. I'm just saying hi. I'm, I'm just oh, hanging out. You? I'm listening. All right. Okay, great. I'll let you carry on. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Hey, Tommy, I'm glad you're here because I'm I'm trying a new uh, direct line, and I don't know how well it's working. But uh, I've got everybody turned on. So if you call the end, I've got one, two, three, four, five people. Well, that's four for me. There's nine, four, nine, two, nine. One of them is yours. The other nine, four, nine. Is that uh, just somebody from Orange County? Mine's two one seven eight oh eight two one seven. Oh, Suzanne, are you here? I'm here. It's nine four nine. Oh, when okay, I said nine four nine, they dropped. I guess they were just listening. They got scared. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Some people just weren't listening unless see I don't have a co normally I Tommy could co host and listen to see who wants to listen and who wants to be on live on the air. But folks right now I'm having to uh work with new equipment and a new uh person tonight, Suzanne, she was on and she did really good with me last week, so we're hoping to grow our psychic network, so we're doing many readings today, but I'm having a, a computer in the shop, so I'm trying a direct line, I've got two cell phones, one each hand and a laptop, and then I oh. called into my New York office, and got Tommy on the line and Suzanne on the line, and I've been busy so much today, I didn't even have time to get myself ready to do readings tonight. But right now, Suzanne, we got a 216 and 856. And uh, so let's uh, do 216 first, okay. and then we'll do 856. 216, okay, can you hear me? It's, that's your area code. Can you hear Hi. me? Hi. Two, Hello. 216. Hi, this is Suzanne. Who's this? Oh, me? Can you tell me? Yeah, can you tell me your first name, please? That's Rose Maria. It's Maria? Rose Maria. Rose Maria. Oh, Rose Maria. She came last week. Remember, she's uh, the uh, government girl. Thank you, Anne Marie. She did come, and so did the 
uh, Donna earlier. So thanks, Anne Marie. And Tommy's here. Tommy, you want to say hi to Anne Marie? Tommy? I'm keeping I'm keeping you on mute. I have to walk Mr. Gizmo. I have to do another show tonight. Okay. okay. It's Rose Maria. But, uh, right? Yeah, greetings. Right. I'm here. <laughs> okay. What what can I can I answer a question for you? Sure, whatever you can get for long term relationship or job wise. Is it is it Rose Maria? Right. Okay, Rose Maria, I don't take and just give random readings. If you choose a question, I'll do my best to answer it, but you have to choose and you have to join me in the process. Okay, uh, long-term relationship. Marriage. Okay, are you married? Like are you married? Uh, not yet. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, the one I'm interested in is not communicating with me right now, so I'm waiting on him to... Make the first move. I'm I'm try done trying doing the first move. <laughs> okay, good, good for you. So right now we've just moved into a Venus retrograde, and um, it really is a point in time when you should really kind of take a deep breath, take a look around, and see what you really want in a relationship. You're in an excellent position to take and choose the relationship you want, but I think that you take and you involve yourself with this other person because. When things are good between the two of you, he offers you everything, and when things are not going well, he just sort of disappears. So I want you to take and stay as busy as you can, and I want you to just think, I have the perfect relationship today in my life, and I want you to embrace that. And come the end of June, you will see who has arrived. Okay? Yep, appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you. Hi. Do we have 856 here on the phone with me? Uh, That's area me. code. It's you. Okay, tell me your first name. <laughs> I'm Rose Maria. You're Rose you Maria. Oh, God. Come on. Come on now. Help me out here. <laughs> Did I talk to you last week? Uh, Not last week. I don't think so. I think it was Tommy and... um. Uh, who was the other one? Teresa. Oh, shoot. Not, right. I forgot her okay. name. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's so kind of an interesting story you have in your life. You had a very conflicted right. relationship with your family. Right. Um, and, one of, and one of the problems you have is that when you get into a relationship, you want somebody to understand who you are, where you come from, and what you want. Right. And it seems... It seems like the relationship moves, and then all of a sudden it sort of stagnates. So, um, and I think you've called to talk about a relationship, a particular relationship. So what relationship are we talking about? Uh, The one I'm interested in and get that one going, hopefully. Okay, so I I, I need you to take some sort of accountability here in this process. Okay. What it, what it, what is it you want in the relationship? Uh, how it used to be, uh, communication oh. and <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> letting me do whatever I want, <laughs> basically, uh-huh. in a good way, not in a bad way. So, so can I be personal with you? Sure. You um, if you want the relationship to be with its great freshness and innocence, you're gonna have to give up your control. 
Oh, my control? Yeah, your control. Yeah. And you so, need that. <laughs> well, if you, I'm just, you said to me, I want it to be the way it was. And so I'm yeah, saying I, to you, you can have it, but you're going to have to give up your control. So I found, I found that in working with people that are highly controlling, that they're just really a negative expression of empowerment. So whenever you feel like you should be in control, realize you need to go do something for yourself and not try and control the situation. So, you know, it's just a difference. Uh, and also, I think when you get anxious, you end up smoking too much. Yeah, pretty much. At night, okay. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> what else can I help you with here? I think that's it. I have, like, okay. uh, a job thing that I was supposed to get contact. I didn't get contact yet, so I'm not sure if that's going to happen. Monday. Oh, Monday? Monday you'll hear. Okay. Oh, okay. yeah. Cool. So keep keep working, keep doing what you're doing, and concentrate on letting go. When you feel like controlling, learn to surrender. Oh, that's hard. Easy said than done. <laughs> you wanted the cool, solution. appreciate it. You didn't say if it was cold or it was hard. It was just the solution, so sorry. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. All right. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, so now we're doing this show in a different format. It's like an open line format. So um, is there anybody here listening? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear you perfect. There you are. Oh, perfect. If you can hear me now, then I'll cl- I'll shut everybody down uh, except the person you're talking to. But I- I'm sorry. I had a little technical difficulty there, folks. I apologize. But Anne-Marie, thanks for calling in and being a support. Tommy, they're both on. But I'm going to mute Anne-Marie. But Anne-Marie, I'll talk to you in a few minutes. And Tommy, I'm going to mute both of y'all. Now that I've got things better, but I've still got the constant beeping in my ear. So apologize if I'm uh-huh. a little off tonight, Suzanne. I- uh, let's see, FBI files. No, I don't want to look at the FBI files. That was weird. It's from the crime lab. <laughs> uh, that was weird. Okay, me and you are on the bottom, Suzanne. I've got uh, 917 here and 856. I think, did I mention 856? So 856, can you hear me? Did you want to talk to Suzanne uh, tonight? Uh, that was me, the 856. That's you, Anne-Marie? Yep, 856 is me. Okay. Oh, I thought that was two. All right, well, hold on. Did you talk? I thought you were talking. All right, 216 then. Hi, this is your uh, messed up host tonight. <laughs> um, How are you uh, I'm sorry, John, I'm just listening. Okay. Oh, okay, very good. Who is this? Okay. Just listening, 216. Okay, great. Thank you so much for your support. All right, everybody. I'm hopefully going to get my head on straight, but sometimes that's hard. I don't know if any of y'all can relate. (laughs) 916, can you hear me? Hello. Yes, I can. Hi. This is Nancy from California. Hi, Nancy. How are you? Oh, going through a lot of life changes now. Um, Well, my husband passed away two weeks ago, and um, after a very long illness, so actually Mm. he's in a much better place. You can see he's suffering. But I'm going to have to go through a total life change, and I'm going to be moving in with my daughter, and I want to see what you see with these new changes coming on. Okay, so Nancy... Tell me what the weather is like in your area today, very precisely and slowly for me. 
okay. It's um, balmy, I would say. It's in about the 80s, um, not a breeze. Um, kind of, yeah, it's too warm for me really to go outside. I feel much better in the coolness inside right now. Okay. So I'm going to talk about you in an overview commentary first. And then I'm going to address your question, okay? So I like to find out if I'm on the right track and have my point with you in a way that we create a rapport. So you are somebody who is extremely charitable, hardworking, think the best of people unless you discover otherwise. You need people that have clarity and a true purpose in this world. You've had to overcome obstacles as far as difficulties with health and money and family relationships repeatedly in your life, don't have a lot of patience for people that complain. That's kind of a no with you. But you do have an interesting relationship with your daughter in that your daughter is somebody who has been a good daughter, but she's also been a good friend to you. So I think that it's a wise choice for you to be involved with living with her, but you're going to have to really pay attention to building a life for yourself. So are you moving far away in order to live with her? I'm moving to Oregon. I'm in California now. It isn't that far. It's just stayed over. Right. So do you have hobbies and activities that you like to do every day? It doesn't have to be anything interesting. Just do you have those things in place for yourself? I think so. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Um. It seems to me like you like to read, you like to have conversation with friends, and you like to um, get out and walk and window shop, don't necessarily need to spend money, but getting out and looking and thinking about buying things is just as satisfying as actually spending money. Oh, true. I like walking. I don't know so much about window shopping, but um, I do like reading. I do like walking. I do everything in the above you said. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So how can I help you with the question about moving in with your daughter? How can I help you with that question? Okay, my concern. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. First of all, you're kind of fragile still. I mean, I know that there's a lot of relief at how things turned out with your husband, but you're still, it's still a big shock, and and you still are a little bit fragile. No, it's true. I'm going through my ups and downs for sure. Okay. Okay, good, good. So so talk about your concern, and let's see if I can assist you. Okay, it's just basically since I'm going to be moving uh, in with her and her husband and my grandchildren, which I'm excited about, um, I don't want to overstay. I want to get my own place eventually, you know, a little place. And will I be able to do that, you know, fairly soon after I move in? Because I don't want to be a burden to her. I understand that. There's an interesting, an interesting idea here, and um, I don't think that you're a burden to your daughter, but I do think that families, families do better if they're on the same piece of land and they have um, a separate house, like if you had a small house built on a piece of property that she was on or if you two decided mm-hmm. to combine resources and you put a house together for yourself – I think I think it works better when somebody has someplace else to go that is just theirs, and that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's a really good thing. So I see you going up there, and I see it taking six months for the two of you. Your 
daughter and um, her husband and everything in the, you know, your family, because that's your family, sorting a whole idea out that works for everybody that's good. So there's a couple of different options that would be really good. One would be to take and live fairly close to her, Mm -hmm. Um, and then at the same time the other option would be to take and, you know, build a home where she is on her property. So you guys are going to think about this and talk it out. And I really have to tell you that um, Venus has just gone retrograde. And so conversations about love and matters of love, and family is love. At least that's what I hope it is. Um, Oh, absolutely. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah. So um, that kind of has a little delay on that. So we kind of have to, it like starts, this Saturday and it runs all the way into October. So this period of time, I want you to be very patient with yourself and I want you to take your time. There's no hurry here. There is absolutely no hurry. Well, that's relieving. It really is. You know, all this time, uh, now I feel a rush, rush, rush because I have to give the house up to um, my husband's daughters i mean i'm on the d but i did promise them the house and i feel that urgency because i know they want to you know move in (laughs) it's just a a rush feeling that i have now and it's not comfortable and i really just need that time for reflection yeah and i have to tell you this you know when these things happen you know your husband has died you know, and I assure you, your husband wasn't thinking that as soon as he as soon as he passed away that you were going to have to start packing up and moving. I assure you, you um, you take the time that you need to conclude your business in that home and say goodbye to it. I really don't think you should be too concerned. It's going to be theirs for the rest of their life. There's no hurry on it. Okay, no hurry. Oh, I know. It isn't that I even believe that so I'm going to be moving in June because I decided that that would be a comfortable time for me. But it Start still good. is, you know, yeah, it isn't. It's just all on me, you know, that I feel like it's time to start my new life. And, and I do, I am looking forward to moving in with my daughter. And uh, just one thing that's kind of interesting, I did get a visitation from my husband yesterday night. Good, good. <laughs> I this happens a lot to me. My dog mm-hmm. visited after, you know, he passed away um, in August. And now, yeah, my husband, and it just takes on different ways from different people that I've had, you know, connections. So did actually that was really relieving. Yeah. Did he show up in a dream and make eye contact with you? Actually, he showed up just when I was about, this time it was when I was just waking up and I could see the room and everything, and he was scratching my back. Aww. <laughs> and that was Aww. something that, and that was and that was so unexpected, but it was something that he would do. And so that's why it was so special to me, is because it didn't come up like I just saw him or his face or, you know, I've had other things happen and with different people. But this one was special because it was the one thing he used to do for me, you know, give me a back scratch. So I knew it was him, and and I thanked him, and I said that was lovely. (laughs) Oh, I'm so happy for you. What a lovely thing to have as far as your husband coming and saying goodbye to you. I'm very happy for you. 
And you must have been really um, bonded and connected with one another in this lifetime, that you have that great oh, rapport yes. with one another. That's lovely. Yeah, we were married for 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, very, very nice. But I'm telling you, just telling you to take your time and don't worry about anybody but yourself at this time. You need this period of time to take care of yourself. So I know you've made a promise to yourself, but you need to keep another promise to yourself, and that is is to take really good care of yourself so you feel good about this later. Mm. I certainly will do that. that. That helps a lot. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Yes. And, um, you know, you are welcome, you know, to contact me. And if I can help you, I'm happy to do that. I'm here for you. Oh, well, thank and you so much. Suzanne, Suzanne mm-hmm. that was really good advice. I really appreciate it. Now, I'm putting up psychicnetwork.club, folks, for me and Suzanne. I just purchased uh, it this week. But Suzanne... Uh, you can find her on Facebook as Susan Wyman, W-Y-M-A-N. Isn't that true, Suzanne? Yeah, Suzanne Wyman. It's actually Suzanne Wyman hyphen Flynn, F-L-Y-N-N. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Let me put that on this page. Suzanne, wait, is it Wyman dash Flynn or hyphen, yeah. as you say, right? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Well, that was good for me. We didn't have a chance to talk uh, before this show, and next time we'll know we should touch base weekly and and all that <laughs> so we but folks this is our first we we we, we hemmed and hawed last week we had a pretty good show last week we got a rhythm going right. and uh tommy and and uh and marie said they'd help us and they're both here supporting us tonight and uh a couple other regular listeners and i don't know who you talked to just now was it 916 or 949 i know you probably don't know either do you no i wrote it down so let me take a look um 916 916 916 nancy at 916 okay nancy great all right now uh i, I apologize everybody this i hope we're not flowing quite as well because i changed up some uh technical stuff and that always seems to affect everything and today i had all my phones and my cell phone my everything uh synced today and it does make a difference when i'm coming over my uh, better five, better 5G in the MediaCom, which is what I have mm. here. So uh, we're starting a new club. Well, it's an old club from back in the 80s. I wanted to see if it could hold its own, and so I changed and put my old name, Psychic Network Club, back on here to see if I could start doing that again. So what I'm learning is I'm a lot older, and <laughs> I have a lot more to do. So uh, uh. we appreciate all your help. Now, let's see, 949 Wait, is that that's you, right? That's me. I'm nine four nine. Yes. Okay. Now, which number? Let's see. Now, there's that's Tommy. Was six five zero listening? Yeah, six five zero just says they want to listen. Hi. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, oh, there she this? is. I'm here. <laughs> Who is this? Hi, my name is Zara. Hey, Zara. Hi, how are you? Yeah, Hi, Zara. Good. I can remember your name from a long time ago. So uh, mm-hmm. we're trying something new tonight. This is Suzanne, and uh, she's in California. Where are you calling from? I'm also calling from California. Wonderful. Well, I appreciate you start tuning in. All right, Suzanne, I'll let you do your thing, and then I have my little card set up here that I can just like pull 
maybe three or something. So you go ahead and we'll try to do mix today's time with last week's, and sooner or later we'll get the balance back. But go ahead. I'm going to mute. Just yell at me when you're ready. Okay. Zara, okay. you have a specific yes. question that you're working on that you I want actually, me to talk to you about. I actually don't. I was just wondering if I could get a general reading, whatever you pick up. I don't do in that. the next you don't do that, okay? I don't do that. No. I have I have a different set of um, I have a different kind, sort of um, thought about the fact that a person calls and they have a conversation. That um, psychic energy is very precious, and so I think that if you want me to assist you, that you should be able to take and formulate what we're going to talk about, so I can fine tune my energy. So. You could start with telling me what the weather in your area is like, and then I could tell you about that, and you could say that resonates for me, and then you choose what we're going to talk about at a deeper level. No, that's okay. Um, I'll pass. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Everybody has their own way. Yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, I do. What uh, a lot of times, what they want is a mini reading on just what the universe is feeding back to them, and, and we'll get used to all this, folks. You just have to give us a little time. Me and Suzanne's going to get all these things tweaked. Okay, let's see. Eight five six. Go ahead, five, Suzanne. Okay. Yeah, I've got eight five six. Hi, is this eight five six? Yes, yeah, me. You already got me. Already got you. Oh, is okay. it? Oh, Anne Maria, I love you. You're helping me, man. <laughs> I'm going to keep wanting to come back to you. But let's see. Uh, all right. So uh, I've got 949 and then uh, Tommy on here. So, folks, if you'd like to have a reading, we're going to get back in the routine. And uh, I know a lot of y'all like the uh, card readings, more general from the universe. And I've been uh, lazy here for the last hour. Actually, I've been working, doing a whole bunch of stuff. But, you know, as far as readings, you have to be sort of tuned in and vibed in and all of that. But let me let uh, Tommy talk for a minute. Tommy, are you through with Gizmo? Are you back at the house? Yeah. I'm back or at, at the, the house. Ocean? I just got back in. Yeah, I just oh, got good. back all right. Well, while we're uh, let's see, I've got nine one seven. Let me see who that is. Nine one seven. Did you you just called in to listen, or did you want to talk with us? Want to be part of the show? Oh, I, hey, 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 how are you? Okay, <laughs> who's this? <laughs> Come play <laughs> with us. I'm sorry, I had my phone on speaker, and the speaker phone the speaker doesn't work, so I have to take the speaker off in order to talk. So. Oh, good. Wow, that's a strange thing. Okay. <laughs> I've had yeah. that kind of day, too. Maybe maybe uh, Suzanne can tell us what's going on. Tommy's here, and he's my old pro from eight years ago. He helps me run the ACE Metaphysical Institute. And I'm asking Suzanne if every Thursday, if, she, if we're going to do this regularly in 2020, if she'll help me run the Psychic Network Club. She's doing a pretty good job by herself. She almost doesn't need me. But uh, tell us your name where you, and, you, and where you're calling from a little bit yourself so she can hear you talk, and uh, she'll ask you what the weather's like and all that. But, Tommy, me and you are here supporting her in Anne-Marie, so we're all on here. If, uh, so we, the, the radio business hates dead air, so that's why I like oh, yeah. to have Anne-Marie here and uh, Tommy. So, all right, uh, go ahead, Suzanne. You're back on now. I'm going to mute because I'll talk your head off. I'm going to mute for a minute. Okay, go ahead. Okay, okay. who am I talking with? Who's this? Oh, you're speaking with Stacy, and I'm calling from uh, New York City. Wow. Well, good for you. 
Good for you. So what are we talking about tonight? Um, I don't know. Oh, um, finances. Oh, yeah. Huh. Well, first of all, um, I'd kind of like to make like just sort of a, you have an ability to be very self-contained, very self-supporting, and you're an important part of your family structure. You're the person who gives the support, upholds the support, and the person who helps other individuals understand what they need to do in order to get ahead of in life. So you really are a person who has always worked hard to take care of other people, your friends, your family, and your neighbors. Yes, and it's time for me to start taking care of myself. Okay, good, good. Um, There's a couple of people that you're connected with that are having health issues, and you're trying to sort of pick up the pieces for them while they go through this process. Okay. Nobody comes to mind. Not like right offhand. No one hasn't told me anything. I mean, I have friends, for example, they parents may be going through uh, Alzheimer's, but I don't have anyone that has actually mentioned that they're going through something. Okay. All right. So your financial situation is it's kind of interesting because it seems like um, you're somebody who's lived this life of faith. Even if a situation became precarious, you're able to maintain stability and continuity and stuff sort of shows up out of luck or um, opportunity, and you seem to be okay, but now you really would like a little bit more, you'd like a little bit more money. Yes, yes. I plan on hopefully getting, finding the right new job. No, I'm giving myself summer, but I'm preparing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you like to do? What is it the area of work that you like to do? I'm in finance right now, so I think I'm going to kind of stick with that Uh uh, until I get back into my acting, but yes. Okay. Um, If you talk talk to me about a situation where there's a lot of acting involved, there's a great deal of opportunity for you to um, present yourself as the person that somebody wants while they make a series of financial decisions. And it's kind of interesting because I think um, earlier in this century, you know, I think of this century as being divided into pieces, but you actually were kind of like working hard in order to climb up the fast track, and now you've become more accepting of where your position is. But you do have a lot of people that trust you, they rely on you, and they connect with you. So I am kind of curious why you don't encourage them to invest a little bit more and trust you a little further and give you um, sort of more financial opportunity. We are going to be looking at a brand new way of handling money, and people are going to be concerned about handling their money in a local setting. And in New York, that's really going to be amazing because, I mean, if everybody put their money local – New York would still be at the top because people would invest their money locally. They'd invest in New York. So after we come through this period of this pandemic, your financial picture, if you're willing to see yourself moving up the stairs and moving higher into the financial ranks, you actually will have more financial freedom and have more opportunity to pursue your artistic theatrical 
work, and it will be a great balance because I think that people that do left brain work all day long do need something right brain to balance them at the end of the day. So it's a great balance for you, but you have to use this period of time of seeing yourself just climbing higher and higher with the people that you have worked with for a long time going with you. Okay, yes, yes, okay, I understand now, yes. Okay. Okay, I, all right. I, okay, <laughs> it's like speaking. It was, my mind was just going to different. I was just thinking as you were speaking, but I know I'm on the right track now. All right, you hit a few things that I. You hit everything actually. Oh, thank you. That's thank true. You very much. <laughs> That's I hit everything. Wow. Well, I don't think it gets any better than that. That's very sweet of you. Um, it is interesting. Um, you know, you're very talented. You're very personable. You're very engaging. People trust you, you're overworker, and you're the, definitely the person who figures out a solution that works for every person that comes in. So somebody who's just getting started in investing and somebody who's been a long-term investor. You have a whole range of skills, and I'm just asking you to look at that differently so that you can take and have more success, which would give you more freedom. That's my dream for you. All right. Okay, I see. I plan on actually starting public speaking school um, sometime in May. So I think I'm going to stick with that all year round. But the acting doesn't come in until the beginning of next year sometime. That's interesting because when you spend so much time doing the sort of detailed work that you do, it's really a very um, sort of stressful process for the left part of the brain. And if you do something that is very creative, very artistic, which is very right brain, you get a better balance, and it makes you a better worker, and it makes you a happier worker, and a better, happier worker attracts more people. And then the person who has a sense of freedom in their life is a better creative individual because they're not grinding and they're not taking and worrying about every single thing they do. They have a lot of freedom. So they balance each other. Done right, they balance each other. Sounds okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Teresa, do we have somebody else here on the phone? Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're welcome to stay and listen. Totally welcome. Oh, I Please. will. I'm going to continue. Okay. okay. Thank you so much, Great. ladies. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Teresa, do we have anybody else on the phone? Okay. Well. You got me here, just so you know. Oh, oh who is this? Tommy. Hey, Tommy, how are you today? I'm doing fine. Good. I thought I was doing a show this morning, but it was somebody that just wanted to talk to me. Just when I got done talking to him, the person that I'm supposed to be doing the show would call me. Oh, we're not supposed to do the show until two hours from now. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What time? You're yeah. in Hawaii? It's three, almost three now. Wow. Okay. Perfect. So, yeah, thank you for bringing me on on Sunday to have a conversation with you. It was great. Well, I, I, I like to stay on as much as I can. Uh, 
I mean, I'm dealing with a couple different things. I, I try to do two shows a week, no matter what. Uh, one's usually on UFOs, and one's I try to keep spiritual. Sounds you don't really deal with UFOs stuff. Here. I've got oh, some numbers is. here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't understand, uh, uh, Suzanne, what's going on with all my electrics, but some of my phones will mute by themselves. My TV comes on. What is, I think it has something to do with them working and getting us all together because I've got all my laptops, three laptops, three phones, my home, and I'm sitting in my home remotely. It was fine last week, but I used that direct call-in, Tommy, to try to see if I could get her hooked up on her own channel. But uh, I right. have to just keep her on, on mine. Uh, uh, but uh, you, you know what I'm talking about, calling direct line. It's not working right. too I good. Too, yeah, well, I can hear you, but it, a lot it. of times it'll go. Uh, it has something to do with the zinc, Suzanne, but I apologize to everybody. But let me go down this line because, uh, uh, folks, I'll get better, I promise. Uh, I won't do the direct line. I'm, I'm just learning what I can can't do again because uh, – I've gone through things like that. So 917, let's see. Now, you're 949, so let's see. Uh, Anne-Marie, you said you, is it Anne-Marie 856? Or is that you? Yeah, Anne? 856. Okay, good. And so 949 is it's me. Suzanne. And 216, now who was that? Who's 216? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Were you the one we we did a while ago? You've already talked to Suzanne? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Suzanne, this is 216. You'll have to go ahead okay. and uh, we'll mute so everybody can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Great. This is Suzanne. Is this 216? Yes. Hi. My name Hi. is Patricia from Ohio. Oh, good. Patricia, tell me what the weather's like in your area today. Uh, well, I just walked out in front of the front area. It, was, it had rained from last night. It's cold. It's in the 40s, I believe. I only go out, you know, with my mask on for a few minutes to get some air, and then I come back into my, you know, home. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and so I would like to ask uh, to get some clarity on um, – I do some meditation, a particular meditation, a japa meditation. Okay. It's a a guided meditation and using the Lord's Prayer, uh, chanting awe. Anyway, uh, I find when I do that, that, uh, my third eye is really, you know, activated and strong. I I, I guess I call it spiritual download. Okay. Uh, And I have kept seeing for quite a while, probably for months, um, I want to make sure that it's in this lifetime and not a past lifetime, or okay, that um, and I understand some of it, meaning uh, I should resume back to learning, you know, how to use the Pro Tools. It's a recording editing software. Uh, I was went to school, and it was a big not of my choosing. But I, you know, bought that software. So, I mean, you know, to go back and learn that so that I can, you know, have a new skill set. Um, but um, I keep seeing that I am in Paris, France. 
uh, and I'm mm-hmm. standing close to the Eiffel Tower, uh, I look up, and it's a, always a clear, beautiful sky. But there's all, uh, and there's usually been a man next to me, a, a younger man. I guess he's maybe his 30s, maybe his early 40s. Uh, and I've been seeing this for a good three months or more. And sometimes, okay. now earlier this week, I saw my, I was speaking with some, what, neighbors or friends and asking how we were, you know, outside, you know, next to the Eiffel Tower. Um, but this is a young man, um, has a black goatee, um, he's of another culture, uh, and we smile and we look happy, so on and okay. so forth. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And I should continue, and then there are other things, so anyway. Excellent question. Can I can I tell you what a great question it is? Because you've taken and explained to me what you're doing in your meditation state and what you're looking for as far as a shift in awareness and mm-hmm. what you have actually seen that has shown up. And your question isn't whether or not this is real or not. Your question is, is, is it in this lifetime and is it in this time of your life? So my answer to you is is that um is that I think the next thing that I would do because my observation is is that it's true it does happen and that you know have you traveled to Europe before? No, I haven't. I've do been you want... wanting to travel. Um okay. okay. And I don't currently have I'm not in any type of relationship right now. Um, right. So I'm thinking this is probably yes in the you know future. Right. Uh, so and, how old uh, are you? I'm just uh, just a shade over sixty. <laughs> Fabulous. So I'm going to tell you something about traveling. It's tra- traveling is an interesting experience because mm-hmm. anybody can do it. You know, once we pass the pandemic and anybody can, and you just really, I think that this is somebody that you meet in Paris. I don't think you have to be in a relationship to travel to Paris to do right. this. I I think that you should go to Paris. Right. And I think that you should go and just enjoy yourself. So I, right. took, I, took, a, I took a journey and I went to Marrakesh and, um, Every one day I got up, you know, while I was there, I got up and every single thing I did was deja vu synchronistic. To the point that that it was a bit it was a bit off putting because I thought is because often in the in the last hours of your life you you know the meaning of every single thing and it's just a series of synchronistic deja vu points and so I thought, is this is this where my life ends? So in that point, it was not an unhappy thing, but it was like sort of a, a different sort of awareness. But, And I don't really know what the full meaning of that story was, but I do know that if you take and you make the decision that you put up a dream board and you make a decision, you're going to travel to Paris and, you, and you're going to take the time to enjoy the journey, that is one of the things that happens is that you have that moment with that person 
do I know if that person becomes a relationship or if that's just a momentary piece of insight? No, I don't know. But I do know that it's real. Okay. So I don't know if that's I don't know if that's helpful or not, because that's not really very much information. But I really want to encourage you, go to Paris. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and of course, you know, there's other components, you know, in the meditation where and I and I get that that to you know continue to learn to teach myself how to play my acoustic guitar and you know learn the music theory and writing songs. Um what else? Um, goodness. <laughs> you know, and continue to learn, you know, relearn the pro tools, you know, editing and recording software. At least I can do audio editing of podcasts. Oh, no. oh that's um, great. Stay well, in yeah. touch with us. I love Pro well, Tools. I used several versions of it for years. So yeah. I'm very familiar with yeah. what you're talking about. So uh, yeah. do you have a genre of music that you like? Oh, it's not just I write, one I'm a genre. songwriter. Okay, okay. Uh, I, well, I, I'm I like in bluegrass mix. country and, uh, uh, well, pop. You know, I, I, I tend from the – I grew up listening to, like, the – in the age of the era of dancing, because I was a dancer younger. But as I got older, I started, depending on where I lived, I lived in Kentucky, so I did bluegrass country, gospel, uh, that kind of stuff in Kentucky and Nashville. So I get, uh, But I was just wondering what you're into now, because I, I was into symphony and marching band, of course, John Philip Sousa's stuff while I was in the band. <laughs> so yeah. I was just wondering what you're into now. But nowadays I listen to... Uh, spiritual music, uh, the oh four thirty two, that type of stuff off of uh, YouTube. That's what I was asking. Yeah. But well, right. just give yeah, us some I, ideas. I've started to listen to that too, the sound healing, and uh, oh, probably. I mean, you know, my listening ranges from listening to the, you know, the soul and. Uh, uh, R&B, say, of the 60s, then the 70s, you know, singer-songwriter, pop, and then blues, then, you know, jazz, and I mean, yes, you know, the bebop, but also Latin jazz, uh, then, you know, music there, you know, with the Cuban, uh, Puerto Rican, salsa, you know, song, then back to what they call world music, but, you know, that label, you know, I, some of the African music. Uh, so it, you know, it just ranges, uh, and, um, so yeah, in my visionings and, you know, and I'm seeing that and, uh, you know, work on some other things, which I understood, you know, and to just write, which I've been resisting, you know, these writing practices and it's just write, you know, writing, uh, not only just songwriting, but writing, you know, I've started to open up to writing plays and monologues. But it's, you know, now, you know, I'm going to the local library to, you know, take the workshop um, and to, uh, <clears throat> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't return to it. So, I, you know, I just have to move through the resistance and just set up those writing rituals in those times so that I can be consistent and just get it done. So anyway. So, so one of the, one of the things I'd like to suggest is is that instead of you thinking that you need to discipline yourself more, or educate yourself more, or apply more information, 
I'd like to see you just enjoying what you actually do and learning right. how to have fun. Sometimes right, you get right. so serious and so um, regimented, it, it just becomes, um, it, there isn't really any place for creativity. Creativity requires a great deal of stillness, the mind to go still and the mind to almost become almost like mm-hmm. the state of boredom. And then that release of energy allows you to become creative. And you know you're in a creative zone when time disappears. They call it going right brain. And mm. uh, that's that's what it's called. I'd like to encourage you to look for some um, meditations that really encourage a right brain process for you. You've got a well-developed left brain process. I'd like to see you more balanced in your right brain process. Okay. Is that that's what they call the linear brain, or uh, no? I don't. I, I'm familiar with. Brain. Um, I, I'm familiar with the linear brain concept, but no, this is um, this is called the creative process of your brain is is right brain. So oh, um, yeah, so it's just it's just a different it's a different part of your brain, and you activate that part of your brain, and creativity sort of happens more easily. Um, I think sometimes you overstructure yourself in your life. So I'm just kind of trying to get you to let's bring some fresh air in there and let's bring in a right brain process and um put you on a plane to Paris and take a walk and let's see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. So I, yeah, like I said, I got to learn these skill sets so I can start new income streams coming in. Because I, and I need to do that before you know the self isolation. Uh, so yes, so yes, I'm looking forward to visiting you know Paris. <laughs> so thank anyway. you very much. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, okay. Is there anything else that I need to know, or do you pick up an energy, or? You know, the most primary thing I pick up about you is is that you have a lot of spiritual energy, but you have actually tried to make sense of things rather than just doing them. And that is one of the things that happens in creativity and spiritual energy is is that we don't really ever understand them. We simply pick up the phone, start making those contacts, and start going forward, and things fall into place. Um, But you're definitely a person who has the knowledge that you need now you just need to take an act on it. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, All right. Thank you very much, and have mm-hmm. a good evening. Bye-bye. You too. Thank you so much. Teresa, are you there? Teresa? Okay. Let's see. We've got technology going. Is there somebody here on the line listening who'd like to get their reading done? Huh. Okay. Well, it's a brand new format for me. It's a brand new way of doing things and doing readings and just having people call in and getting short mini readings and having a conversation. I enjoyed the last question because it was very specific and it was very focused in on what area of her life. Hello. Hey, I'm back. I'm sorry. I had to go potty. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. None of that. Nothing, Nothing like being human. Mm. Now I've got to get back used to coming back on the radio and, and serving as the producer and the, and the technician because usually it, we're not the 
content providers and the producer and the technician. <laughs> but I'm doing all of that, but still I had nobody to watch my desk while I I apologize, <laughs> folks. Just consider it COVID-19. <laughs> I use that for everything. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be so embarrassed when I hear this show because it goes right all over the world, folks. It's not like when this is a live show, folks, and this is so embarrassing tonight because I'm having to be real. With uh, Tommy had to go. And, uh, yeah, he, I think he had to go do that other show. He... Uh, him and Janet uh, have been with me for eight years, but now they're starting to branch out. Because when I when I started this show, so you'll know, Suzanne, people were calling me to be on shows, and I was turning them down. And I finally was on a couple of shows, and uh, they came along and wanted me to promote a event for them in the UFO business, UFO genre. Mm -hmm. And I already did psychic genre, and I also did bluegrass in the in, in Kentucky, but. Uh, now it's okay, I guess, but uh, I have to, I have to get back into the psychic stuff. And you're the one that came floodgates back in. I wasn't really doing the psychic stuff. Uh, I mean, I have this, the business. I, you know how sometimes you just put something on the sidebar, like a writer or author or musician, because I do so much, and people need me in their little groups and associations. But uh, you and Aunt Anne Marie, are you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. Hi, oh, yeah. Well, you, you, you are. Uh, you, uh, there's something I want to do with her, and I okay. know that she's like, uh, she's prior government or prior military. Did you say you were Navy, Anne Marie? There's only me, you, and Suzanne here right now. Everybody else is gone. They left. Kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you were, uh, but you're, you're looking at your homeland security thing. Right. Okay. I'm kind of having trouble hearing you, Anne Marie. Are you there? Uh, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear okay, me now? Great. Yeah, perfect. So Teresa has an idea. So let's hear what your, your idea is, Teresa. Oh, here comes Tommy back. Hey, Tommy. Uh, Hi, I'm back. Hold on. I just, okay, good. Uh, Tommy, now. Uh, this will be for the record because I wanted to introduce the Psychic Network Club, but I thought we could take these shows. Uh, of course, this one's rough off the cuff, but I thought we could get better at managing. And Anne Marie, you have skills, don't you? Is it Anne Marie or Anna Marie or Anne Maria? First of all, let's get AM right. <laughs> AM and FM. Rose Maria. It's Rose Maria. Rose Maria. Would somebody right. write that down? Because I've got up to when I went to the potty and I couldn't find a pen in my house. I've had so many people helping themselves to all my stuff. <laughs> so, uh, Rose Maria. Now, uh, what I need to talk to you about, Rose Maria, and with uh, Tommy while he's here, because Tommy's been with me in many past lives. But Suzanne has good advice. I don't know how she does it on the resonance only, but I'm very impressed. And wow. so tonight was like a mini tryout. But um, if you want to stay with us, I'll take this seriously and go ahead and set up some websites uh, to run a directory and all that. But I was going to see if Anne Maria has any skills as a type jockey. Like I'm a type jockey, jockey you know. And Suzanne uh, is more in the talented with her husband, artist. But 
I can help promote all that stuff. I'm a good cheerleader promoter type. And I, I sort of want to be into that administrator, but I can still do things. I just... Rosemaria, are you waiting for a job opportunity? Are you recovering your health and waiting for a job opportunity? That's what you have going on right now, right? Right. Okay. And so uh, you actually have to get cleared on your old health issue in order to go to the next stage in your work project. That's where you're at. Cool. Yeah. Trying to clear that up. Okay. So uh, you said that Homeland Security may get in touch with her Monday on the computer, maybe. I don't know how long it takes during this COVID-19 thing, Suzanne, for people to get back on the computer. So I'm hoping you're getting some good vibes as a as a reader for Anna. She knows knows exactly what she has to finish up in order to get back to work in this situation. So she doesn't have any mystery here. She's made her decision. She's just she's just waiting to finish up this health issue. Emily. Yeah, I had a setback this week <laughs> for that one. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because right. um, I had to take the the test uh, for the for the epidemic before I could do it, and I have to reschedule it next week. And then I can see what the doctors want to do with it. <laughs> they were going to redo your MRI, though. They were going to redo your, your – I've never heard of anybody having to have a redo on something so expensive because in the health industry we have to go through all these uh, checks and balances to get anything done. But now we have this double COVID thing. But usually you have to go talk to your your immediate doctor folks, whoever your general practitioner is, then you have to ask them if there's something bothering you, like mine's my neck or back. Then I have to go see if I can beg for an MRI through the health industry's insurance. So the insurance has to approve it, and they have to feel like you really need it before they just spend the money. So uh, you've already gone through all that, right, Anna Marie? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. So the first but impression I got. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, I didn't no, know you were no, going to do another reading on it. No, no, no. The, the situation. The situation is, is that there's good health, and this and this goes forward. So um, this is the um, highest highest um, fulfillment. This is the fil- fulfillment of your highest hopes unfolds here in this situation, and. Um, and it talks about a great deal of luck and abundance. So this situation is going to resolve itself. It just needs a little bit of time. Yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, since last August. Wow. Well, that hasn't. Is that a year in like nine months or what? Almost a year. Almost a year. It's going to take a full year to get this back into order. So oh, sorry. <laughs> Can you know. she give you her birth date and location? Uh, I may be taking advantage. I, I can send you the money, Suzanne. But no. Like to, uh, well, well, uh, will you pull her birth date for her? Because I'd like to work with her 
if she could help me and Tommy. I don't, I don't, I've never asked anybody just out and out like that, especially on something going around the world. But Anna Marie, you have an interesting uh, aura, uh, uh, vibration, or something. I don't, you haven't done your past life work, have you? Uh, past, no. Okay. I didn't think so. Can you tell the difference, Suzanne? Tommy, can you tell the difference when I usually can? I can pick it up, but I, I don't really want to embarrass. I don't mean it ugly. I just mean some people, when they're here and the veil is down and they take it for granted that everything is uh, just the way it is. And it's hard enough for them to work in the three dimensional. But, Suzanne, you're asking me to help in the future, right? Or what, us do something new. So I yeah. brought something old. And, and I'm going to do something new, something hard, something blue, get married again. <laughs> my time is all I got. So, Rose Maria, can you tell me? Are you okay with telling me your birthday? Yes, fine. Okay. 12 31 okay. 74. Okay. So, um,. I wrote down 74, is that right? Right. Okay. And so you're Capricorn. Like me. That's right. That's right. She's like you. Tommy is is December 10th, 52, right, Tommy? Yes. Okay. His mother mother happened another life a long time ago. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So do you have a problem uh, problem taking down my phone number and just giving me a phone call and I can take you through your chart? Oh, good. That's Anne-Marie and Tommy. (laughs) And me. But I'll I'll be more than happy. I'll cover for you. (laughs) 714-400-7384. And just call me and we'll just go through it. Okay. Down, Tommy okay. and Marie, can you do that? And she'll pull them for you. And uh, I'd like I'd like to see if we can work together. That's uh, two Capricorns. And Suzanne, you're a Libra. Uh, what you're a wait? I'm an I'm an Aquarius, a, a Libra Moon, and a Libra Rise. And you can explain to them all that because I'm a Capricorn with Aquarius Rising. But I is that right? I, I, you I think, figured something different. I hadn't read yours yet, what you sent me. Oh, okay. Well, I read um, it. No, you actually, you actually have an Aries. Um, you have an Aries moon. You're a Capricorn with an Aries moon, and then you also have another fire planet. So you have a lot of um, – you're very earthy and very practical, but you also have a lot of fire and passion and energy. And that was the first thing I said about you. You're just on fire, and you really are. So <laughs> Even today, and this is my low – this is my low, folks, when I've got my left brain's on, on overdrive with so many things having to be done. I would love to play in the right brain, but Suzanne's needing me to be whole brain and be everything at once. <laughs> I don't know. You're going me up. You give me so, Well, you have to have a need, you know, to do this stuff. And that's what Tommy offers me in Amazon. You know, I have your name written down. As Rose Maria. Is it Rose Maria or Anne Maria? 
It's Rosemary. I have two A's. It's Rosemary. Okay, mommy. Yeah, just call me and let's go through your chart, okay? And what was that number again? 714. Okay. 400. 7384. 7384. Okay. Yeah. And you're I in California. I don't understand. I wanted to talk to you for three days, but I was scared to call you. Why? I called you over <laughs> and over again. Oh, oh my God. God. You're, you're making me grow up fast. It's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> slowly, I'm, I'm in the speed of light, but you set me on fire. I didn't know I had fire. I knew I was an earth. So now I'm earth, wind, and fire. So that's right. That's right. I don't know you woke me up again. I mean, I was awake at, when I was born, and then I went on an extraterrestrial spacecraft. But you told Tommy you didn't. Where'd you go? Teresa, where'd you go? I can't hear you. Oh. Are you there? I'm here, but she yeah. disappeared. She did, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Teresa, you need some copper in your room where you're working with these electronics. It's the only thing that works for me is having copper everywhere. Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. She disappeared, didn't she, Tommy? I hope she goes back in. Yeah, Teresa, there you are. I don't know what does that, but all of my equipment, now I've, my whole entire life I affected electronics. And I, my light bulbs quit. I used to walk in in uh, Hollywood and in uh, Hawaii, and my husband would take me to a movie, and every light would bust. So what is that? Electricity. High electricity. I have high electricity. I try to keep that fire you keep talking about, fire, down out of me because uh, even my daughters have it. We bust a lot of light bulbs. The people that sell light bulbs love us. They make a lot of money oh. off of us. <laughs> I, bu- I run batteries down. I don't want to take it, but uh, even my batteries on my computers won't last. So usually people say I give it. They can feel it. They can feel it when I walk in a room, you know. They know when I'm there. Of course, I'm happy and I'm excited and I'm, I'm very gregarious and I enjoy people, but I'm really an introvert on the inside. So that's, you know, I live by myself. I stay in my room and I, I do I surf the world broadcasting because I'm in communications. So there's something uh, that Anna Marie, wait, she said, is it Rosemary? Rosemary, right? It's Rosemary, yeah. Rosemary. Now, see, I got, last time we had two Anna Marie's. So I, I'm, these Marie's, I, uh, they listen to my show a lot, but they're, they're probably listening tonight. They just didn't come on tonight. But uh, something me, you, Tommy, and Rosemary can all do together if Rose has time. But Rose, uh, do you have a laptop or a, a regular computer at your house? Uh, both. Oh, good. Okay, good. So you'll be able to do remote or home stuff for Homeland Security, right? Because right. Uh, I may look at that myself. I enjoy uh, cyberspace, but I was in personal information security growing up and with the government, too. But, you know, it's just computer work, basically. I mean, there's only so much. Now, uh, the kind of stuff you did, you didn't work in Washington, D.C., right? You didn't go to the TAC or the bullpen, right? No. Okay. 
But you know what tech is? Yeah. You do? Yeah, pretty much. I learned okay. from uh, IBM. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, pretty much. Did you get to uh, be a, uh, a team leader in the military or over a group of people? Um, Side by side with my project manager, pretty much. Nice, nice. Well, see, all this is new because I don't have any vision of it. And won't. Uh, but uh, this is what remote viewing comes in, folks, and your psychic abilities that I'd like to build with Rosemarie and Tommy and uh, Suzanne. But Suzanne, what she can bring to us uh, and help us is she brings that younger, uh, today's kind of people that work on the Internet skills. Does that make sense? So going back to that one girl that called in about Pro Tools and music. See, I knew exactly what she was talking about and all that. So I want to know what that is and how we can relate to people that uh, listen to us, but they can come to us and we can support them and they can support us in a club. Some of them are going to be musicians and songwriters. But Anne Mar uh, Rosemarie, Rosemarie, what is your specialty? What's your skills or what do you, what's your I was getting a new husband. In the spiritual world or the computer world? I don't know. That's this is what we got to do. Tommy knows today. We were talking. We got to separate. We used to didn't, and then it's gotten where everybody breaks it down so detailed. Uh, but it, okay, let's do spiritual world. And what was the other word? Uh, the computer world. <laughs> okay. Physical. Yeah, and Tommy says physical. We got God and technology. Oh, since nobody's on here right now, let me tell you this, Suzanne, and who okay. knows about it. But uh, I was, uh, and people, you may do this. Um, this is what I want to help everybody because I have Psychic University, and I have the Invisible College, and I do radio shows. And we can, I've got 33 different domain names, but we can get involved together in cyberspace culture. But they changed a whole bunch of stuff, Rosemarie, in the computer business, especially right. for everybody. It shifted huge because I was, uh, oh, man, you wouldn't believe the changes they've made. I don't know when it happened, though, in the last year because I was mourning my husband uh, and then my daughter passing. So now I've had a year of mourning, and I come out. And even though I was deep panel, C panel, right? I had my C panel, and you know I did Pro Tools and some tech and all that stuff. IBM, you know, I had uh, Fortran and Cobalt. But now everybody's a desktop publisher and uh, using Microsoft and pretty much, I guess Windows. Well, not Windows 95. What do they call it now? What is the new Windows, Anna Marie? Rosemary. Uh, Windows 10. All right, I've got Windows 10 now. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's find out uh, how we can work together. But, uh, Tommy, in the computer world, do you have Windows 10? Yes, I do. Okay. Suzanne, do you have Windows 10 or on your cell phones or on your laptop, Windows 10? Gosh, I don't know. I'll have to go look that up. Yeah, this is computer huh. stuff. This is yeah, I, I get to be the Ludite in the group. 
Um, gosh, I can't hear you, Teresa. Why can't you hear me? There you are. You drop off for a second or two. I'm sorry. I'll fix that because I think it's because of this direct channel uh, into the studio in New York, and they've got it satellited to Washington, D.C. Not Washington, D.C. Washington State, I think. Huh. But this is – I've got to see if we can do VoIP, V-O-I-P. Um, but I want to get some more people that are willing to assist us grow this communications company. But uh, that stuff, do you think you'd be interested uh, weekly for a while at least? We can give it 52 weeks? Or we don't know yet. Yeah, no, I'm I'm here on Thursday evenings with you 100%, Teresa, 100%. Okay, well then, the fact, now, Tommy, you heard that. We don't have any kind of contract, but Tommy and I have had trouble. A lot of people out there that are good listeners and they're good supporters for us, but Tommy, uh, I guess we're going to send them to Patreon right now till we get them with the ACO Association, but Suzanne and... Uh, Rosemary, we have articles and bylaws for our spiritual community, and uh, it also shows the computer management for people like Rosemary. And uh, I just need y'all to look. There's uh, now my kids use the. Uh, uh, we do uh, down here in Florida. We have a lot of people, a lot of doctors that own uh, bed like Airbnb bed and breakfast. And so we have to help older people, and, uh, like, my daughter has a delivery, uh, Don's Angel charter service, but she does, uh, she's changing over. They uh, sold their big ship, and they they were caterers, and they took people out deep sea fishing. So uh, they went through uh, the hurricane, even on this radio show. (laughs) It was weird. But um, then she helped that guy that, went across the country on foot. She helped him when he came through here. And then, uh, anyway, we have all kind of adventures happen, journeys happen. So this radio show is able to contact people that we never would even consider, Suzanne. And I don't even know if people realize, you can go back and listen to the radio shows, but some of them are really, really interesting. Now, I'd like to talk to everybody, but I'll just use you three as feedback. Tommy's been with me eight years. Suzanne, you're new on the psychic realm with me anyway. And then right. uh, if, if Rose Marie will stand in for my military veterans, because I started with uh, uh, Tommy with Indian reservations and the North Dakota Indians. And Tommy, you remember Hugh Charlson was doing our veterans? Mm-hmm. I think Thursday I was Eric was our veteran night, but, uh, I don't remember the nights, but we're starting all over again, folks, in 2020. But we have to somehow have some kind of way to have a a time where we can get a program with everybody on it. Uh, Suzanne, did you get a copy from me? I think I included you. Tommy didn't get it. I forgot him. I checked my mail twice. checked my email twice today. So do you know when you sent it over? Oh, that was, it was all the list of the domains, but I gave you uh, three of them. And I don't know if Rosemarie is tuning in. She seems to tune in on our psychic nights. Rosemarie, do you want to help us? I mean, I can do all the work on the line, but I'm saying, would you like to be a person, a human anchor, like uh, 
I don't know what God has planned for universally. But there's one here listed called Psychic Network Club, but it falls under my company, Teresa J. Mars Ministries, which is hard for me because uh, Tommy wants to do spiritual, and we're under spirituality. I try to put it under paranormal, but I had to separate it because well, I couldn't get all the lines on, you know. Hmm. So, I mean, other, everybody. Does that uh, yeah, so I'm sense. trying to figure Okay, good. So uh, I need a paranormal night. I need a spiritual night. And then uh, the one I've got two new uh, – I've got Dave Emmons coming on that wants to do Tony R. Elliott and, and Dave. They just want to do general topics, you see, like uh, they call it – it's the old way of the old television shows and then the old uh, fake news, they call it, because they're just talking heads. They read off a teleprompter. They're, uh-huh. like, not real humans, but they just read what they're told to read on right. on those channels, the bigger channels. So uh, people don't trust them as much anymore. So the world's changed. So uh, I was hoping we could figure out how to do something besides spirituality and paranormal. Uh, can Medium. We, but, see, there's no, there's no place for psyche. Go ahead, please. Go ahead. I'll Medium. shut up. Medium. No, no, no. We we need we need one day people want to talk to a medium and they want to talk about their experiences that they had with a medium and and I I don't um I don't choose to do medium work it doesn't mean that I'm not able to do it I just don't choose to do it um so we do need we do need that conversation for people to talk to talk about their experiences you know it's sometimes it's very it's very helpful all right, well, we've got a Saturday. we got a paranormal uh, with a group out of Texas, Ronnie Dawson. He's in our club. He's in our uh, paranormal club, and uh, it's uh, called You Ain't Gonna Believe This Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. But we left the, the last word off. So we won't have to cuss, but that's what truck driver. He's a truck driver, and I was a truck driver for eight years. And best fun I ever had, the best money I ever made. I loved it. I pulled for Microsoft, U.S. Treasury, all kind of government companies in and out of war. You know, in New Jersey up there where Rose Marie is. But Rose Marie, uh, you think you could you could help us uh, with a like a veteran night, or are you not interested? Sure, that's no problem. Really? Mm-hmm. Dang, I got a hold for my Allied Command organization, but it's for military only, even though they may have seen UFOs. But uh, some of them have clearances, and they want to tell their stories, but they have to tell it from the first person, but they're veterans. So I need to have my veterans back on, and I need my UAP uh so that would be awesome. I've got Monday and Wednesday, and Tommy thought, Suzanne, uh, we were going to have like a medium night with him on Monday or Wednesday. Mm, so, excellent. Uh, Tommy, do you want to have talk to her? Because we've only got Monday and Wednesday open. Well, any like I said, I do the show with Tina in the morning. Uh, but any time at night... Right, so any day is all right for me then. But uh, we were talking about having like a late night show because I, this one's set for uh, 
midnight in the UK, but we need, uh, I've got the midnight show in uh, Europe, but uh, what are you talking about? What we're talking about right now is we're the midnight show in, in the UK right now. This is our show okay. right now. Okay. So seven, seven is like seven. My time is uh, the midnight show, but uh, I usually do seven on uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday we do our midday show. Uh, I forgot what time we did that. I think it's. Five. My time is noon. It, it's noon for Tommy. Tommy, you know the one you were on Sunday, Suzanne. Right. You might mm-hmm. you right. might want to write that down. And uh, that that's more spiritual. Seven one four just called on. Maybe they got some ideas. But let's talk about what. Hey, seven one four. Who's this? Oh, uh, this is Randall. Hey, Randall. Hi, Randall. How you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Randall is my um, son, and Randall is somebody who can talk more than any other person on the planet. Okay? No, nah, I got to so. be. I got to be. But Randall, <laughs> you going to help us? Is he interested in helping us, or did he call in from a room? Sure, why not? <laughs> why okay, not? Randall. Let's talk for a little while. Okay, let's go. So what are we talking right. about here? What's... We're talking Nights about... and how to help the world. How to do broadcasting on different nights. We have Monday and Wednesday open, Randall, and we need uh, some support. I've got Rosemarie here, prior veteran like me. So you got two veterans, your mommy uh-huh. and my best friend in the whole wide world in Hawaii that runs my spiritual center. It's called Ascension Center Ohana in Pahoa, okay. Hawaii. So Tommy, meet Randall. Say hi to Randall, Tommy. Greetings. Tommy here. I'm calling from the Big Island. Oh, nice. (laughs) Okay. And, Randall, what did you do today? What did you do today for fun? For fun? I I went to work today. I went to my job at Amazon and got to do all (laughs) kinds of different stuff around coronavirus awareness inside a factory at Amazon. That's what I do for a living. Wow. So you work for the great Jeff Bezos. You know, we knew him when he was didn't have anything, lived in a normal house. Now he's the richest man in the world. That's right. Oh yeah, no, I know. Now he's buying. He's out there buying seventy million dollar, you know, apartment homes in Manhattan, right on Central Park. No, I know who he is. <laughs> I know who he is. He's paying me thirty four dollars an hour right now to walk around his factory and count hand sanitizer. <laughs> well, he's got. He's the richest man in the world. He can afford it. We need you, Randall. In the meantime. Uh, would you recommend Amazon to R- Rose Marie right here? She's in New Jersey on the Amazon. Well, of Amazon. course. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Amazon has been really good for you, Randall. You've loved it. Yeah, it's been a good place to work, and they pay me a lot of money. So it's good. <laughs> yeah. so um, is, is Amazon anything about 5G? No, I think I think Amazon's whole thing right now is, is they're just trying to continue to keep their business up, and because they are so contactless, they're just believers in you know everybody doing things through their phone and keeping the drivers out there on the road working. 
So I, right. I don't think they're trying to block any of the technology. I think they want to make everything better so that they can continue to benefit from it because e-commerce is well, their entire livelihood. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, well, they don't talk about any of the, the negative side of it. Well, of course, they're never going to talk about any of the bad side of anything. They're out for themselves. Well, the head of Microsoft, the head of Microsoft in Canada just retired, but he came out about 5G, and he just gave a big speech about it like last week. And he said they won't do the testing because they know how bad it is, so they're going to just bypass the testing of 5G. The 5G was created for a war weapon that wasn't created for cell phones. So, I mean, it's a right. really bad thing. And now that it does interfere with the same nervous system that this, the virus does. So it's kind of influencing that as well. And basically, they were talking about how everybody's being put inside so they can put up all the satellite antennas, which they're doing. Uh, do, you, do you know much about EJ, uh, Elon, Elon Musk? I have no, no idea. Other I mean, than his life at, other than his life with Tesla. Well, basically, uh, he's putting up 4,000 satellites by the end of next year. Wow. He already put 60 up. He put 60 up last week, and two months ago he put 60 up. They told him he could put up another 1,000 for this year, but they gave him a permit for 4,000 for next year. He's going to have a complete grid work around the planet uh, huh. by the end of next year, and it's going to be probably very dangerous for people. I mean, I don't know. If, do you follow the HARP system at all, H-A-A-R-P? No, no. not at all, but no. Well, that's the most deadliest weapon on the planet. I mean... I've been dealing with that for 25 years, at least. So, I mean, uh, I dealt with the person who discovered it, actually found out where they're using it when they started using it up in Alaska. But we got five Tommy? in the United States. Wait. Yeah, go ahead. Where were you born? New Jersey. Yeah, I was trying to figure out that accent. And, um, yeah, I mean, you're talking, I mean, I have no idea of what you're talking about. I have no information on it. So, um, but see, if you're in the UFO world, you, you get parts, drips, and drabs of it, because the uh-huh. hop system works with the hop system's working with chemtrails. Uh, they okay. use that for their benefit. Uh, hop was created by Mister, uh, you know who, Tesla, uh, uh-huh. way back when. Uh, uh-huh. A friend of mine, Fred Bell, was working on it for the government about many, many years ago. When he, he developed it, and then they moved it to Alaska when they started using it. But uh, you know about the Philadelphia experiment, then at least, right? You know what? You're just um, I gotta no. ask you do, you: do you listen to Coast to Coast? I I I used to. I don't agree with him. He he brings everybody on, lets everybody tell their stories. I'm not into stories. Uh, okay. And he lets everybody tell their fantasies out on a, on a show. I called in a couple of times. You know. Linda Moulton Howe, right, or no? No, no. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. See, the UFO world is completely uh, out of your uh, viewpoint then, I guess, right? You know, it's really kind of a funny thing. I think a lot of things are out of my viewpoint because I've simply gone to work. I've just done this really strange, old-fashioned idea of taking care of the work that's in front of me and, you know, giving it my best. And I actually had to go back to school in 2015 and update myself. It took me two years, but I had been working for so long and doing so much work, I'd completely lost track of what, you know, the current things were. And so, um, but yeah, today I feel like I'm more up to date on what's happening in the New Age movement. But 
No, I don't follow um, yeah, see, the, any see, of the, the UFOs. New Age well, the New Age movement is a little bit different than the uh, UFO movement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it merges when you talk about the Galactic Confederation. All right. Uh because they're they're saying the New Age people are Galactic Federation. They all say they're aliens. They all say they're walk-ins and everything else. Uh, but I, I've been hey, I resemble that. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. <laughs> That's good. Well, like well that don't. Yeah, well, well, don't don't be a hater, man. I thought you was one too. <laughs> See, that's the thing. No, I don't. I'm a veteran, too. I'm a lot of things, truck driver, veteran. I use Amazon for my books, and I publish books, and I'm a songwriter uh-huh. and a singer. I'm a lot of things. You can't take sides on a round planet. You know, this is a round planet. It's not sides. So I'm running an independent journalist kind of platform. Because I, I'm, a, I'm a single This planet has two journalist. sides. This planet has two sides, inside and outside. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Tommy, Tommy can you can take anything and he will debate you. He was in high a de- high school debater. He's a master debater. <laughs> master <laughs> debater. <laughs> that came out just a little bit off, but I, I'm gonna. I know exactly. <laughs> it came out just a little bit. I mean, I get your idea, but um, came out just that much off. Okay. Um, so um, yeah, but um, but two letters, master debater. Okay, I get it. Okay, you forgot one word. This should been a word. Should have been a word in the middle. Master of debating. Right. 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 Oh, I'm sorry. I'm from the South. We slang everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you slang it yeah. right. <laughs> hey, listen, listen to this here. Is this Russell? What's your first name? Son of Mother. Oh, Randall. 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 This here is how we learned in Kentucky. No, it was Birmingham, Alabama. I seen him when he done it at the place where he was at. Can you relate? <laughs> Sound, sounds about right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, I um, love having fun. I'm, I want to. Here's the deal with me, Susie. Your mother's doing my chart. She sent me some of it, but I gave her the wrong time, a.m. or p.m. It, I was born at noon, but on my crib it said 12:03. So I don't know if three minutes makes a difference. I say it does, but yeah, I was called a walk-in because Ruth Montgomery said I was. <laughs> Because I uh, knew a lot of psychic stuff after I died back in the day in the 80s. See, I, I grew up when Ruth Montgomery was, uh, Ruth Montgomery, Dolores Cannon, Susan, uh, what's Sylvia Brown? But Tommy was in back in those days, too. Tommy used to work for the Prophet Conference, too. And he hung out with a lot of psychics. But uh, he's uh, here with me and Suzanne, but he's he for a while he he can sound anti everything, but he's really a sweet sweet guy, good heart, did uh, magicians and all that. But uh, I don't know much about Rosemary, but I'm learning, and uh, I can't write her number down. But Rosemary, you're gonna have to see that my number is public. I'll put it on this here page. But I kid around. I want people are liking me now because I'm a comedian. I'm going into my I want to be a comedian when TJ, I grow up. What? TJ, I'm doing a show in an hour on ECRO radio. 
Okay. With Dave Emmons. No way. Yep. Dave is okay. coming over here. He's the one you were supposed to get on Monday or Wednesday. He wants the day show. Well, he's him and me are going to be on at KCR, KCOR radio at, at 5 o'clock. My, uh, yeah, that's Tina. Yeah, my time. Tina. That's Tina in Vegas, darling. You know Tina. Tina Marie. Yeah, Tina Marie. That's yeah. With you know, she's got KCOR, and then a Mad's got Revolution. But we've uh, I, I love Tina, and uh, she's a good woman. And uh, she she and Janet stayed in her house. Oh really? Well, but, um, yeah, Tina's a good friend uh, in the radio world, folks. So she's a really good producer, director, and her brand is KCIOR. Mine's ACIR. <laughs> ACIR. Tommy, uh, oh, that's Suzanne. You need to know our brand, TJMRCT Radio, is the one that goes all over the world. But we're mm-hmm. promoting ACIR as our call sign. But on uh, the big, the big business is because they. Uh, I can't give up T.J. Morris because it's a brand uh, that I own in the USA, and they don't want me to lose it because uh, it's all over in the world on Spotify and iTunes and Twitter and FM radio and Podbean. You know what I mean? It's like way out there, way before podcasts got so famous. Yeah. But what do you want, Tommy? You want you want uh, Russell to come talk to you? With I don't know if Dave opens the mic up. Tina does. Tina Tina will let you call in, but she uh, she don't like to do a lot of psychic reading. She says it it gets to be the same people over and over. Tommy, yeah, that's true. So I'll that's find true. out when I do the show with them today. I'll do it like I said. I'm doing it in about an hour, so uh, I'll find out well, how Dave, I like them. I thought you were going to be on that Tyler dude. What happened to Tyler? I was on with him all morning, but I didn't realize he wasn't the show I was supposed to be on. <laughs> Not very okay. psychic, are you? No. No, halfway no. through it, I'm saying, well, did you want to talk about anything important? Randall, did you have a prediction as to when this pandemic is going to pass and business is going to be back to normal? From everything I'm I'm hearing right now, as far as we're we're out here, business and and the rest of it, I'm figuring we're not going to go back until sometime in July. It's, it's not stopping. It's not right. it's no not going to stop anytime. And and the what? reason I say that is, is people are continuing to just disobey everything, and they're having to shut down things. And then there's a lot of states that just still haven't shut down or done anything. They're just letting things function and continue. So that's not yeah. helping matters. Yeah, in New Mexico, right. they're not, they've still got all the shops open. We're opening back up down here where I'm at in Gulf Breeze. So, well, there's nobody, uh, the beaches there's nobody in stuff. New Mexico. There's nobody in New Mexico. So, I mean, <laughs> there's nobody no. there. So, there's nobody no. there. So, well, that's no worry. Well, we're having the July. Yeah. We have the big, the big thing in July in Albuquerque. I'm not Albuquerque. Roswell. Roswell. I promote oh, that. Oh, dear gosh. Oh, gosh. I love it. Love it. Right. I've never been so, to it. I've been to Roswell, July, but I've never been to the I, thing. I say July 7th, things will resume normal. Certain areas will still have some restrictions or limitations, like face masks or other sanitary things in place. But I think everybody learned. They just had never learned how to wash their hands, and people stopped washing their hands, and they, they spread a, a pandemic throughout the planet. So, um, and but on I the say other July hand, 7th, 
and when I was my daughter was dying of cancer, I spent months with uh, hand sanitizer, gloves, and mask with her. Uh, she and she was making masks, and she, you know, all this came after we couldn't get rid of that extraterrestrial uh, bot in her, that little bot. Mm. There was one we couldn't get. Now we had the intelligence agency and people from D.C. all down at Moffitt Cancer Center, down in uh, Tampa, and all that. And then she, uh, we did a re, uh, we took her plasma out over and over. We took she couldn't live on white or red or plasma cells. She couldn't make any of that. Wow. But we kept her alive from 2017 to uh, last year. Uh, it's been a year, March 16th. I was with her when she died here. But she uh, she was trying to beat cancer, but we had one little thing not of this plane. You know, we're all extraterrestrial anyway, spinning around with this ball. Folks, just go up above the planet and look down. <laughs> Please. <laughs> we do that here. But, so that out of body entire, is very important. That's the yeah, entire foundation of, of the religion of um, Scientology. So, um, but anyway, there's a lot of different people that have talked and written on it and so, um, oh, you can tell Ron Hubbard. Yeah, he was in the medical yeah. field, and he yep. did. A lot of people uh, do his books, but he had books. But he also, they, uh, they became a very rich colony of people, but the Mormons, yeah. too. Angel Gabriel right. came to see uh, Joseph Smith, not just the guy over in Europe. But think about it. Gabriel got around the world. I was talking to Tommy about that. But <laughs> now I've got an Angel's ET uh, soul group. I just started today in honor of tonight because uh, I've got so many people that uh, want to do angels, ET, and soul, and Tommy and I were talking about it. Uh, So they don't just do it through the psychic world or the medium world or the sixth sense or the vibes or the new age movement. So what's happened is it's the future is now and the past is now, and people are waking up to quantum physics and the awakening of the ascension. So it's all the fact that, uh, let me ask you all this. Did you all see the signal, the movie, the signal? It was sort of telling the truth. Hmm. You sort of wake up one day and realize that what you think is the planet is a lot like a spacecraft in another reality. So a lot of people get the virtual reality of the signals. But go ahead, Suzanne. I don't know if you've seen the signal, but I'd like to ask everybody. Randall, have you seen that movie? Yeah, I saw that movie. I think it's the same one that uh, he did another movie I liked as well, but I saw that movie. Cool. What would you think? What was it true? It was true. It was really a sort of a strange relationship that everybody had to sort of form with the aliens and kind of understand the messages that were being conveyed uh, huh. because of their suffering and otherwise and a lot of their pain that they were trying to express and get some help on, I thought. Free will. Huh. It was all about technology, alien technology, and how the people on the planet. But you can hear other people. I'd love to have comments. That's another show I'd love to do, Randall. Apparently, your mother trusts you with uh, business, entrepreneurs, and also uh, <laughs> with movies. So does he watch more than you do, Suzanne? You know what? Randall is um, Randall is the most psychic um He's my child. He's the one who was um, the most psychic early on, um, had a really oh, okay. great psychic, psychic dialogue with him. <clears throat> In fact, the psychic dialogue was so dominant that he wasn't speaking. And they told me that he had a problem talking, and we were going to have to take him to a specialist because 
he wasn't talking, and then I realized, um, you know, I was young, and I realized that I couldn't continue to talk to him like that, or he wasn't going to talk, and it wasn't going to be a good life for him. And so I stopped, and um, he started um, doing verbal communication. Kind of, kind of sad for me, you know. But um, children, uh, you know, I couldn't take and subject him to the process of, of you know, basically them thinking he had a problem. There really wasn't a problem, but yeah, very psychic, very intuitive, great ability to follow his own perceptions, uh, true ability to hear my voice. So yeah, I know there's a, a a real a real bond, and yeah, I don't. I mean, if there's something I don't know about or I don't understand, I simply ask him, and he'll tell me his own opinion. So other times I'm like, well, no. <laughs> maybe all right. We're, we're we're finally out of time, folks. But we can have Randall come on one night too. Now Tommy's going to yeah. go do Dave Emmons. You don't know him yet. Dave is different. He's actually got a degree in journalism. He's more dry cut and he did he wanted to get out of the alien et ufo business with me and okay. a lot of people want to do more uh this side of the matrix inside the programmed world that means everything you've ever been told that you believe is real in schools universities churches just hmm. being told by your parents every all your culture everything we do in cyberspace versus everything outside. So it's sort of like your inner and outer, like Tommy said, there's an inside and an outside, but we all know we have an inner self and an outer self. But what I wanna do is maybe Randall can help us, but Randall, I work in the seven levels, beta, alpha, theta, delta, gamma, sigma, tau. They gave them those Greek signs, but I'm really into neuropsychology and quantum physics and helping people get to the next level. I think your mom wants to do some future uh, leveling up you know and you know that they say now you can skip uh, a level a lot of people skip the fourth right into the fifth but a lot of people are listening to the raw material now the law of one big they combine that with i was one of the raw people channeling back in the day that's what we did in the 70s and 80s and then a lot of people started saying it was remote viewing so i don't know what it's called i tell people don't call me late for dinner but I'd like to get uh, Rosemarie involved, and Randall could be two new people. We could start Rosemarie and Randall. Randall, you're not a prior military, are you? No. No. But you are prior Rand- Amazon. Randall, <laughs> well, Randall, yeah. is a, Randall is an excellent conversation. Randall, you could put Randall in a room by himself, and he could start talking, and he would just keep going. So Randall will prevent dead airspace. So, cool. Yeah. He must be cool. a natural radio man. <laughs> he doesn't he know is. it, right? Yeah. Cool. We'll I didn't know it, but apparently. <laughs> we'll we'll shape you into a natural. We'll shape yeah, you we'll, into we'll a natural. Yeah, we'll make you a natural spot. We'll give you a couple hours. Here's the test, Randall. I'm, I'm not okay. kidding. When I first had to go on radio, I had to do a two-hour show by myself, no co-host, no manager, no producer. And to see if I could do it, that Mike Ringley, and he was a musician, and he was a friend of mine, but he wouldn't play bass for me. He could play everything. He was a real famous guy in Kentucky. But we were, he kept wanting me to come on and help him do 24-hour radio show, and I'd already turned Ted Turner down in Alabama. So I had a bad oh, yeah. feeling because I watched Ted Turner get mega rich, and I didn't, you know. But I watched <laughs> your boss, Jeff Bezos, do the same thing with me. And I didn't believe in that. Books. I was in books the same time he was. So I missed right. opportunities to be the richest woman in the world, okay? 
So I'm, I'm going to try not to do that again. So if you want to come on and help us, we'll give you a, a two-hour show and let you sink or swim. But your mama probably would want to come on. Tommy will talk yeah. to anybody anytime. He's great for radio. <laughs> Rosemarie, I think she's just learning. But she... <laughs> Hello. Okay, we dropped off. We dropped off for a second. Okay. All right. There we are. Okay. Teresa, it's been a great show. Thank you for having me. And I'd like to talk to you during the week. She's gone. Tommy, are you there? Randall? Yeah, I'm still here. And they dropped off. The show's over. The recording's finished. Let me call you up. Oh. Okay. All right. The show is ending.